1: Good
2: morning golfers. Your tee time awaits. It's the Tee to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tee to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. I'm it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas.
0: Good morning, 7 a.m. here on Father's Day Saturday. We welcome you into to Green, two-hour edition this week for the U.S. Open as we are broadcasting here in Amherst, live at Glen Oak Golf Course. We appreciate you being with us right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're also live on to Green Facebook. Hello for those of you that uh, might be... Joining us up and early then. It's a beautiful day here in mid June. Thanks for being with us as uh, we, of course, will be talking plenty about the U.S. Open that's going on this weekend. A lot more, though, to get to over the course of the next two hours. As we mentioned, it is Father's Day weekend, so for all the dads out there listening, or maybe for all of you kids listening, you want to win something for your dad, we've got uh, a couple of giveaways here along the way. Uh, We'll be giving away a spot in our Duster Putting Challenge, which is coming up on August 3rd. More details later in the show. Uh, also, to a giveaway from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Uh, we'll let you know what's going on in some of our other events. Batavia Downs' majors contest is in mid swing here in our U.S. Open tournament. So, give you a little thought on that. As T.D. Green is presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley Tanterra and Briarwood. So speaking there, you heard we're going to have a Woods to, Wedge, Woods to Wedges giveaway. We'll have our Western Europe PGA tip of the week, information on our Michelob Ultra contest, which you can get involved in. We're going to have an interview later on with Custom Turf with Steve Beatty uh, at 7.50, so a lot to get to here over the course of the next two hours as we say good morning to Kevin and Jeff. Let me get your mic on. There you go. Uh, good
3: morning, gentlemen. Happy Father's Day to you. I, I, uh, yeah, I gave myself you. a Father's Day gift the other day at Woods to Wedges, re-gripping which we talked about in the show and i was playing in the charity event on monday and i'm like you needed it I'm, well see i'm you I,
4: wear out some grips
3: yeah and you know i have two sets of clubs well, that i you use play three but, times a day like you well it's so, goes no, through them a little but, no this is what <laughs> i want to i, I want to because maybe somebody else you has this me in two
4: sets of clubs first of all well <laughs> let,
3: let me explain okay, okay. um and those are the two that I use. All right, <laughs> I know I'm not the I know I'm not the only person like this. Okay, but anyway, um, you know, there're memories in clubs for me, and uh, well, there's clubs, different clubs you like, and and sometimes you get a new set, and you're like, oh, I, I still like the old set. Maybe that's a travel set. So I have a set that I keep at Fox Valley, right? Uh, you know, to play there, and then I have a set that I always keep in the trunk because you never know in an emergency nine, right? Or if you're you're playing in a charity event or outside event. And so they're they're similar, and so I was playing Monday charity event, and I'm like oh boy, this wedge, the sixty degree wedge, I'm like boy, this grip's really worn down, and the driver grip worn down. The clubs we're talking about using the most. So right. if I'm going to do a couple, let's do them all, right? Have them uniform. So I went and picked those out because I was going to use them in this weekend's member member, and which may be why I sound a little groggy this morning. Anyway. Um, so I practiced you saw me practicing the other night when yep, uh, the the Western York PGA was helping out the uh, the veterans the which, whole program yep by the way nice job guys really oh yeah it was fun. yeah yeah you got a great group of, of veterans over there and you can tell their enthusiasm for doing it and uh, and, uh
4: you know it was cool not to interject is uh yeah no please interject the, um they the, we had a State Farm outing raising money for Cradle Beach Camp yesterday here. With and they raised a ton of money, but they also invited the veterans to come and play for free on their dime, which was very, very nice. Um, just a nice thing that they did. So, so they're, they're getting some opportunities to play some golf just going through their program. Awesome! So I played neat. in
3: yeah. that tournament before uh, the State Farm people. Yeah. They do a, a nice job. So anyway, so I, I said I need to get some swings in. So I'm going to practice on the range. My clubs weren't ready yet, right? And they pick them up, and I'm hitting. I'm like, wow, you know what? I'm hitting these pretty good so I think I'm going to use these but then I realized these clubs need to be regripped. I probably got the wrong clubs regripped. <laughs> so I'll be back to woods the wedges to get them regripped but I will tell you what they haven't done in, you know, uh, a day if you say it's not okay they'll like okay give us you know a few hours to get them done and the options over there and just, uh, just go there woods the wedges if if new clubs aren't in your budget New grip should be. Well, it makes it, it feel like a new set of clubs. Absolutely. Yeah, it feels yes. great.
4: Even, yeah, I do it halfway through the year usually. I'm, I'm laughing at you. I got like four yeah. sets of irons in my basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and,
3: know. Jeff, after yesterday's first round, I'm contemplating a change.
0: Okay. <laughs> that
3: might tell you how we played. <laughs> it's never the arrow. That's right. <laughs> never the arrow.
0: <laughs> 7.05, T.D. Green here, live at Glen Oak Golf Course. So, lots coming up here on the U.S. Open. We've got a lot of good takes to get to. So, uh, Hot look, take. That's right. We're looking forward to that here uh, along the way.
3: Brian, how many sets of clubs do you have? I mean, I I mentioned that I'll play a couple. Jeff?
0: I have one complete set. What is wrong with you? I have I have... Uh, an extra driver in my, uh, a couple extra wedges, but I, I have one complete set. I have, I have. I've lost done, a lot of respect for you. I, I have really done have. the nice thing, and the ones that I've moved on for, I've donated them to others that would need an upgrade of themselves.
3: I have do listen. I have donated clubs too. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not saying you guys have it. I didn't mean to say it that. I way. did. I donated.
0: That's it's uh more so the clutter within the basement and the garage. Oh, wow, it well, is the. Uh, I got to quit. My brother
4: gets my clubs. My brother, Brian, runs Bacchus. Restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, he got my bags for years, too, and they had my name on them. So he Everybody's calling him Jeff? He thought, yeah. He thought I was the coach. People thought he was the coach at Niagara. Kids were sucking up to him. He's like, hey, coach, I'm looking forward to playing this fall. <laughs> like, work on your game, son. Yeah. Your- <laughs>
3: and he got all extra cash he used to win, and he stuffed in the bag, right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, and my sons are going to, you know, a starter set, right, whatever, you know, with that other stuff. So, anyway. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, golf is getting fun now. The U.S. Open is here. Uh, the weather—it's actually—we're looking out at, at the course now. It's starting to brown out. We could use a little rain. It looks like Shinnecock out there. Jeez! And uh, uh, yeah. how fun. I—I I don't know if you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching that Thursday with the wind and the difficulty. And uh, I know it was—it was tough. But uh, it's a U.S. Open. You're gonna—it's supposed to be tough, I guess. Well, that's I guess. My thought.
3: Yeah, that's the that, thats the interesting debate right now, right? I mean, um, the best of the best when they're shooting. Five over, yeah. six over, some even worse, and you're, yeah, Rory like, McIlroy, ten over, right, yeah. and, you're, and you're like, huh, is that how it's supposed to be? You know, one part of me enjoys seeing the best of the best struggle, be, the way we would struggle playing, right? Like, oh, I gotta get off the bogey train here, right? I got two in a row here. Don't make it three, and you're 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 stressing over a fifteen footer for par, and these guys are doing it for bogey yeah. sometimes. So part of me enjoys that, but the other part is it's like you're just not used to seeing that, right? Yeah,
4: I think they set it up. You know, yesterday was a much better day. I think they had more clo- scores closer to what they're looking for yesterday. You know, they had a little rain, and it softened up a little bit. That wind is what made it hard. Um, I mean, the golf course should be hard, but I would think they – they have to plan for wind on a place. I mean, you've been out there, Brian. They have to yeah. plan for wind. It's though, always right? windy.
0: I mean, it's way out. There's there's the bay just to the north, the ocean just to the south, so they're, they're going to get wind no matter what. And they've taken down more trees since the last time the open was there in 04, so there's less protection from it. Yeah, I think that they, I, I think the setup yesterday is probably what you're right, what they were looking for, but... To not expect wind, I think think they were lucky that they got all that rain on Wednesday because if they didn't get rain on Wednesday, just think if it was even drier, what we would have maybe gotten on Thursday. it could have been everybody could have been maybe two or three strokes worse, which maybe would have left no one under par they but, were hosing them off Thursday yeah.
3: morning for the round yeah
0: well yeah and Dustin Johnson I mean he played so beautifully that
4: first day just to hit the way he controlled his golf ball and even his wedges those those holes just look so difficult that 10th hole that pitch up that hill I mean just so many so many very difficult very precise shots you need to hit I do think it may be a little bit penal on the fringes with that rough that's three feet knee high whatever you know you shouldn't have nine people looking they watch it rolling within three feet and you can't find a ball I mean
0: and now the, fairway, the, the fairways are extra wide, w- wider compared to other U.S. Opens. But you're right; it's it's immediate. There's there's not much of a chance for that ball. Normally, there's kind of the grades. That kind of goes yeah, first cut, second cut, yeah, and games. then and then the big stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: but don't you think? Well, I, I I'm not. I don't want to suggest that I think this, but I've read some people writing this and heard some comments on this that the USGA was not thrilled with scoring last year at Aaron Hills. I'm sure that, they weren't. I'm, I'm sure. That, right? Yeah, that was not U.S. Open scoring. That's not their brand. Yes. Correct. Yes. And so they were determined to get their brand
4: back. Well, and I think they had Shinnecock in the rotation. Shinnecock's been very, very difficult. It, it looks like a hard where I, I know that they value par. As a score, and I and I understand that for the U.S. Open, that's cool. And Shinnecock is very, very. Our powers are very good scores on windy days out there. Right. So I do think they wanted that. Um, I I just I I like watching it. I do think they you know they play it right on the edge, and I think Thursday they might have, they might have got a little too close to the edge the, with that.
0: The one thing that I'm fine with the length of the rough. It, uh, I just didn't want it to be as as immediate. Um, and the weather and the scoring dish, I just, there was a few times on Thursday and maybe it was the wind that did it, that there were what I would consider to be quality shots hit and they, they would, get, yeah. they would eventually run off into something very penal. And I'll even, I'll even think about, uh, Tiger's second hole. They ended up bogeying. He, he hit a great, on his, on his first hole, he triples on Thursday, partially due to the fact that he hit it too far, uh, into the green, but, um, on his second hole, 250-some-yard par-3, and he hits what I thought was a perfect shot, and the announcers are saying, oh, that's going to be great, and he hits it front edge of the green area, and it rolls and rolls, and then all of a sudden, it gets into one of those little channels on the green, and it ends up in a tough spot, and he bogeys, and I'm thinking, jeez, 250-yard par-3, he hits it about as perfect. I guess I I love to see them struggle, too. I'm all for making it as challenging. I love the if they want to do par-as-par. It's only once a year... That's fine. I also, though, when they hit a professional quality shot that's gr- that they would determine as a great shot, like I want that to be rewarded too. I The the only thing that I don't love about, like, this weekend that probably will play out, maybe not, is that the only way the leaderboard shakes out is for people falling down. I still right. would love it if there's a chance to go up, and maybe there will. It, at Oakmont, it ended up working out. Justin Johnson made birdies, and maybe if it was just because of the win that day, and maybe they'll... Well, a you know, couple under par scores fine. yesterday.
4: Yeah, and if they, you know, and yeah. they'll cut the field in half, obviously. And, and today, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what's going on out there, how the course is playing. It looks like the weather's perfect.
3: Yeah, but to your point, to Brian's point here, so they knew the winds were going to be up on Thursday. I mean, they've got they've got radar now. I don't know if you guys have heard of radar, right? Yeah. But they they've, they've got forecasters. For golf pros, we have special radar. Right, exactly, yeah, exactly. Right? right, you know, <laughs> golf star. You got yeah. golf star. So that's right. um, they know when the winds are going to be up, and so conditions. And to his point, I mean, a 250 yard par three, even for the best in the world, that's a challenging tee shot. Yes. And if you're dealing with winds, then they can make that shorter, that that tee shot. And I, you know, I love what you said about a a well struck, a good shot should not be you know basically what you're saying brian is a good golf shot should not be penalized right you don't necessarily be rewarded on the good golf shot but you shouldn't be penalized for it and he was penalized for it yeah and, and many and phil mickelson said the same thing after a second round he finished six over and he shot one under in round two and played I, great he was talking to my colleague fred albers and he said fred you know i i'm playing i'm, I'm playing good golf this is a hard golf course and he goes, You know, I just, I hit, I hit, I hit some really good shots that ended up in bad spots.
4: And it looked like, it looked early that the draw might have a big effect. It looked like that late group, it was getting firmer and crispier Thursday, that, that they might have the worst end of the draw. But it, it seems it was leveled out. I agree. You should, good, good shots, great shots shouldn't be penalized. There is some rub of the green, you know, in golf. You're going to hit a great shot occasionally that hits a sprinkler head or whatever. But right. there is, they have so many runoff areas there that, there's no they don't have the collar close so when the ball does roll off the green it's going 30 40 50 yards sometimes and that's a that's a difficult pitch and and that's what I like to watch as a a, my favorite thing to watch is the short games of these guys during this open I like to see how they work around these greens with these brutal pitches and
0: chips and putts that they have yeah and really appreciate how good their short games are because the re the reason that I think you're seeing who's at the leaderboard be there is that when those players are ending up in those spots, they've been able to get up and down. And I, I watched Justin Thomas, DJ, and Tiger both days quite a bit. I might have watched every hole yesterday. Just, Productive just, day for you, my friend. Yes, I know. Just, <laughs> Justin Thomas Teachers. is... Teachers. Right. Yeah, weren't
3: you supposed to be educating... Uh, I, was, I was... Correcting I was, exams. Correcting exams, yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Billy Ugane. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the ability for Justin Thomas to get up and down... Was tremendous, and his shots into the greens honestly weren't any better than Tiger right. over the course of the two days. It's every time Thomas ended up in a bunker or in the runoff areas, he got up and down every time. And not only were his were his chips and his pitches and his shots out of the sand tremendous, but even when they were the average, you know, return shots to the green, he'd have the ten footer or the or the eight footer for par. He'd he would he'd bang them in, and Tiger would miss them all. And I'm not saying that ultimately. He doesn't, you know, Tiger doesn't deserve a missed cut for other reasons, but I feel like they didn't strike the ball very much differently at all. But Thomas is still alive to maybe have a chance to win, and Tiger's not going to play this weekend. Well,
3: Tiger, he's got something going on with putting, and because he would have won Memorial if he putted just normal. Was he field. first
4: in all the ball striking categories yes. and yes. dead last in putting? That's correct. Yep. Yes,
3: yes, he was negative. He gave up seven strokes to the field in putting. That's and if he just do. was even, not not gain strokes putting, if he was just even in strokes putting with the field, he would. he would have won by three or four strokes. But he was negative seven. He was dead last. He was, well, he's 72nd. He was, uh, was worst worse in the field putting, and, and he was still top ten. So he... Uh, Oh, Could hi. have got it done. So that's right, that's you right. know, people distract us during the show here, and you think this gentleman who came over to distract us. You know, I was Alan Davis to of, figure out what was going on. Right? Here. Yes. You know, the programmer from WGR, who uh, I haven't seen in a while. Good to see Alan uh, comes Hold over. Hold We'll get you on here. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Let me get that I'll give him I'm glad to, to see
3: Alan wore the same proper foot, golf footwear that I did, but at least mine say golf on it. So. <laughs>
4: Are you playing? We're yeah, sit down for a second. Take up, take Nothing like live radio.
2: Because
3: your lovely, lo- lovely wife is uh, wearing the 11-day power play. Yeah. <laughs> you're deciding not to play the entire 11 days this year, right?
2: No, uh, <laughs> thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but we do have our 11-day power play community shift, which is coming up July 5th through 15th down at the Harbor Center. And uh, today, as a matter of fact, I'm heading down to call races, the Dragon Boat Races. Luminina have their big event. I was today. wondering
3: if you were doing that. Yeah. Because I know you, yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. so
2: uh, it's a huge event, and it's a fun event, and it's down at Riverworks, so that's where I'm going now. But I told Brian yesterday, I live over on the 17th hole. Mm. Or He's or the So guy I who's try been, to keep yeah. it nice and clean over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: He's the one sneaking out at night, playing, <laughs> yeah. uh, playing that hole over and over.
2: No, we call I'm, that I'm your week. old personal marshal over there. <laughs> <laughs> we call that corner the meet the neighbors corner. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you'll think we're a good neighbor. Tammy and I, we love golf. We love the game. We love living here, and it's, it's good to have Kevin. And Brian and Tita Green out here. I was excited uh, when Brian told me that you'd be coming out here for the uh, the open, and now the Tiger missed the cut. Maybe the the boat will come over and yeah, he'll come up right. and maybe join you this morning. Yeah. It's, it's more of a ship, about. more of a ship than a <laughs> boat. But <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say the the golf course looks fantastic, and it's so good to have uh, everybody here, Tim and the group, and everybody here. It's, it's just it's terrific. It's been it's been a positive experience for everybody and. Uh, we've got a great day, and I hope that people enjoy the golf. So,
3: are there any trees you want taken down, or yeah. that are blocking your view? You because we've only we
2: had down. to, ha- we had to have some trees taken out last week—an emergency situation where one of the ash that we have in our backyard it cracked at the base. Mm. And Tammy came home and yelled, "She goes, Alan, take a look. This thing—if it had come down, it had caught up in the canopy, so it didn't. But had it come down, it would have landed in my neighbor's deck." Mm. So we called a tree service over and they removed the trees and and the cost was not easy. And I know that here there's 50 to 100 trees that have been marked and already a number have been removed, correct? Yeah, I've personally taken down
4: about Sixty, I think. Yeah, and we probably have <laughs> another sixty to go. These are just trees. Well, most of the trees we're taking down are, are for the golf course's benefit. Yeah, and and I, the ash, though, are there we are. Everybody knows it's amazing how many ash trees are just. You can spot the ash in our woods because yeah. they're the ones without leaves.
3: Yes, That's, yes, yes. The beetle, right? The ash yeah. borer. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. It's really, and, and really. And there are a number of them through here, but I know that from what you have taken out so far. Mm-hmm. Uh the play is increased by what, fifteen, twenty minutes, something to that? Yeah, we've increased
4: pace of play. We've done we've had a we've had a bunch of initiatives. We went to nine minute T times, we're being a little more aggressive with our with our rangering and things like that. We're trying to create a culture where people know, hey, this is a place you can go and play fast. Yeah. Um we average under four and a half hours for our rounds so occasionally we awesome. 'll we'll have a bad day, but um, it ta- we 've had you know it takes one group um, and we usually get <laughs> got a couple people that aren 't so happy I know we, but yeah,
2: yeah, I know if Kevin or, or Brian play or you play, then obviously you 're keeping the ball where it needs to be. but I can tell you that for people who live in the area. A lot of comments on ten being improved, love it, and what's happened at eighteen as well. Well, there
4: were sixteen trees we cut down on number ten that none of them should have been there. They were in front of bunkers, you know, neck you know, between the bunkers and the fairway, clogging the tee shot. There was no room to work your tee shot into the fairway. Couldn't even see the tenth fairway. Yeah. Um, so we've we we've, we've been yeah we've been doing that. We're every week we uh, try to make it a little bit better. Every day we try to make it a little bit better, and uh, and that's our goal. We're just having fun with it. I,
2: and I've had friends Kevin, who have played and. I know their tee-off times, and I can almost to the minute see them when they're supposed to be around 17. They're there. That's good. They're there. So that's we what we like coo- to hear. We have a little cooler out there. I was going to say, you got They're knocking on the door, Hey,
3: Alan, we're here. We need to.
4: You know, I'll have to show it, me where it, you live. I'm, it, on the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the mower a lot. Just ask, yeah. just ask the grounds crew. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: on know. the mower a lot. Yeah. I was
3: going to. I was going to ask when the tree split. Did you? Uh, did Wonder Boy come out? You know, the bat. It, it, no, no, no.
2: I, that would have been nice. That would have been nice because. Uh, they were there quickly. The service that we used were there very quickly, and uh, they know the area really well. So uh, they did a terrific job uh, helping us out. But uh, not a fun thing to see. Yeah.
4: Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a good yeah. time to get to in see. the tree cutting business. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. no it is, kidding. With all the ash. I should and tell you yeah. that yeah. the
2: person that we were working with was an intern at the radio station years ago, and figured out, well, I'll go make money instead. I'll, <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll start a tree service business. <laughs> yeah, not Cut, a bad idea. Cutting trees is hard work, though. I'll tell you that. It's hey, it, hard work. Yeah. Kevin, it's great having Tita Green here. Brian, it's great having you guys here. Really appreciate well, you. Yeah, really thanks really for stopping by. It's
3: yeah. awesome. Glad awesome. to see that Lemon uh, Day Power Place kept you in shape, though, because I know you lost a ton of weight last year doing it, and it looks like you you've you stayed in shape. So yeah, that's, that's very nice, Kevin. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. You're sta- welcome. I'll stand up now. <laughs> 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 thanks, guys. All right. Well, it was nice to have the have the boss stop by.
1: Yeah,
4: that was nice. A surprise! I was like, "Why is this guy guys. walking up to us here?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Do I owe you money? <laughs>
0: now, uh, To echo what you said, I mean, Alan last year was an intricate part of that 11 oh, yeah. power play. I know Tammy's wearing the T-shirt. What a great cause! They're doing it again this year, uh, with different organizations. Like WGR has a team. They're. Not, it's not just one individual group they're having different teams set up and do that but um i, I just another example of sport Western yeah. new york coming together for well for an amazing t- you effort. know what's
3: cool they raised a million dollars for yeah. cancer research at roswell park and they're looking to surpass that this year and they probably will uh getting the whole community involved I, i'll tell you you know i i get to do a lot of cool things calling golf on the pga tour one of the coolest things i've done was counting down to the world record last year uh, announcing that live on the stream uh, to the audience. That's right, there. I remember you doing that. And we that. did it live on the radio. Uh, ben uh, carried it live, and uh, went and did that because uh, myself and Paul Peck, uh, we we got to call the uh, final hour of the power play. Like, what are, they asked us to do it, and I'm like, you're asking us? Awesome! Like, I mean, you could pick anybody, and it was just a really cool thing uh, to go do early on that Monday morning when they when they broke the record and uh, counted it down. So, uh, and I'm glad that they're continuing, you know, doing that one yeah. just one and done, that yeah. they're going to...
4: Yeah, take advantage it, of the momentum you create Absolutely,
3: yeah. And, yeah. and, and so awesome. many people have said, hey, that's a cool thing. And what I wanted to finish with was, and we went down on the ice when they were done, when it was all over, and uh, just to congratulate the guys and the, and the hugs, and Alan was down there, and it, it was really it was a really cool moment.
0: Alan, Alan probably wouldn't say it in the air, but, I mean, he's a warrior in the sense that I re- he showed me the bottom of his leg.
3: Yeah, I said he had a blister really He bad. had
0: it, and it just... I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's yeah. something you'd see on an operating table almost. And yes. He yeah. taped it up. He got bigger skates so that yes. he could play and just fired through Yeah, the stuff, that, the stuff they went through. Yeah, I know.
4: It's a grind. It looked like a grind. Oh. He was the oldest guy in the in yeah, too, wasn't he? Was. It? Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to him.
3: I, You crazy. know, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody else about it uh, the other day, and we were talking about the community shift, and he did it all last year uh Jigster. And yep. he, he goes, you know what, day three, I didn't want to. I, I hated everybody. You know, <laughs> just looking around, and I'm like, you know, I just don't even look at me. Ah, you know. And then, then all of a sudden, you know, all, before you know, it, it's day eight. Like, oh, uh, we only got three to go. Almost to the end. Yeah, yeah but he goes to <laughs> day three, and it's just like,
0: what we going to do this for eight more days. Right. What a commitment. Yeah, was- <laughs> hey, spe- before we go to break here, though, speaking of sport charity coming together, our Duster Putting Challenge coming up August 3rd. We're going to have a giveaway coming up here in just a little bit, but that's another thing that i know that from our end we're proud of because it benefits a great charity yes
3: uh in, a, in this we mentioned jeff was out there along with his fellow western new york pga pros uh with a reach foundation uh western new york uh, through the western new york pga it's it's money to help veterans you know golf is a, is a great vehicle to relieve the stress of ptsd and so we raise funds for that and it's listen You know, there's a lot of charity golf tournaments. This is different, right? This is an evening. It's a Friday evening. Uh, You know, we have beverages out there. You don't even have to take off from work. Don't have to take off from work. You know, uh, registrations 5 to 530, so you can show up there. Your boss will let you out a little early. Uh, And it's putting, all right? You don't have to hit any tee shots. You don't have to get in a cart. It's you don't all need a right certain there. handicap. You just yes. need to, to
0: love doing it. Yep. It's
3: all right there on the practice screen. You play 18 holes that we have uh, lined up and, and, and set up for you, and then the top 16 scores go to match play, and then if you don't make the match play, you stick around and you, you cheer everybody on and, and watch the action. It's a great time. We have raffles and all that stuff. And listen – it's fifty bucks, but right now it's still forty-five. Right, it's five dollars yeah. off uh, if you register now. And don't wait to register, right? Because we, we, we've got a plan for a few things here, and so we need some numbers to get in there. And I'd like to get—I so I, want to push our limit on our upper number. So get it in early. So I have to say, you know what? We need to maybe rent two light light kits this year <laughs> because right. we're going to well, go a, little we
4: had a lot of players last year. Yeah, right and um, it. it just, all it is is fun. I mean, whatever it is, you're just going to have a good time. Cause, uh, the hey, music going's it, great. It's the a unique experience. going. Yeah, it's a, it's yes. a experience.
3: And it's the best trophy in Western Europe. It is a cool trophy. That's, right. That That's right.
0: DusterChallenge.com to register and uh, stay with us. We're going to give away a uh, spot of the Duster Challenge coming up uh, during the course of our show. We'll also, it's Father's Day weekend. We're in the giving mood here. We're going to give away a. Uh, Also a spot at Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. We talked about that earlier. And uh, we'll update you on what's going on in our Batavia Downs Majors Contest. Some of you listening may have registered. We'll tell you uh, maybe who you should have taken. Also information on our Michelob Ultra Contest we have coming up. You want to play golf with Kevin and I? That sounds like a lot of fun. You can sign up for that too. So we've got a lot of stuff to give away to you here. As T.D. Green is live at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst. It's presented by the Western New York PGA Woods to Wedges. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. With Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Miedis, I'm Brian Koziel. More coming back and uh, more, of course, our thoughts on the U.S. Open when we return. Tee to Green, live at Glen Oak. We're here for two hours today till 9 o'clock, so hope you're enjoying the start of your Father's Day weekend. Back with more in a moment right here on WGR.
2: You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, the Western New York PGA, Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. I mean, you had to play good golf if you wanted to shoot a good score. You know, I felt like I did everything pretty well today. I I drove it well. I, you know, hit a lot of quality iron shots, and then my short game was good. Um, You know, the greens are difficult. It was difficult to get it close, and then, you know, it was difficult to hold putts, and I felt like I did a good job today.
0: That's your leader, Dustin Johnson, a four-shot lead entering round three today. Of round three of the U.S. Open from Shinnecock Hills. We welcome you back to to Green. We're live at Glen Oak Golf Course here in Amherst. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medes. Thank you for waking up with us here. Just a few minutes after 7.30. And it is time for our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Encore Golf and Donald Ross. And yes, Dustin Johnson, a four-shot lead. He and Scott Piercy will make up the final pairing today. Johnson minus four. And Piercy is even. The only other golfer not over par is Charlie Hoffman. He'll be in the second last group with Tommy Fleetwood. They are at 259. The leader's at 310. And then the third last group, maybe the uh, the juiciest pairing of the day, Henrik Stenson and Justin Rose together, both at one over par. They're at 248. 237, another good group there. Kepka and Poulter at plus one, and a 226. Fowler and Henley, so there's some big names within striking distance. You've got Fowler, Poulter, Kepka, Rose, Stenson, Fleetwood, Hoffman, Piercy, Johnson, um, all within six of the lead. Also, a ton of big names that did not make it to the weekend. That includes Jordan Spieth. It looked like he was on his way yesterday, and then finished terribly. He's out, as is Rory, Tiger, Bubba, Jason Day.
3: So you know, there goes our contest, right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah.
0: Well. uh, Oh, how's our picks? Yeah. <laughs> My pick of Mickelson is still alive. <laughs> I but, had Ricky. Uh, I
3: picked Justin Rose, so that's picked a good pick. Right? A I had
0: Ricky. He's doing okay. Yeah. Right. So we all made it through our three picks. Which is impressive. That yeah. is good for us.
3: Everybody I uh, who's not rooting for Ricky Fowler this weekend, right? I would yeah, love it if he I'd came out. It. It'd be great to see him. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Let's talk about the guys that missed the cut. Speeth, Rory, Tiger, Bubba, Day. I mean, those are five big names. There's others, but uh, where do you what do you what jumps out to well, you? I'm not surprised that?
3: I'm not surprised at Bubba. No, that's not uh, It's not a golf course conducive to his, you know, his style of play, uh, in my opinion. Um Spieth has just been struggling all year long. Uh to <clears throat> get it back, you know, he had had some illness uh that hampered the first half of the year and then the, the putting woes uh for Jordan Spieth.
4: And that's his that's his strength. Correct? Yes. Yeah. It's supposed and to be it's, supposed
3: well, to be, yeah. Well, his lag putting, right, from 20 feet beyond he, he was best, and it's the short ones that are are killing him. Same thing with Tiger. Jason Day surprises me. Um, well, he, in one regard. He's, he's a
0: U.S. Open player. He does well. in this Well, event.
3: he's the best putter on tour. Yeah. And, you know, statistically speaking this year. But his tee shots, right, he right. gets wayward. He's and, hot
4: and cold. He's hot yeah. and cold. He'll have a good week and then he'll, you know. You, know it, you can see, though, if you're just off. I mean, you don't have to be driving it that bad there to have some pretty negative results. You miss by four or five yards. And
3: yeah, you're looking at double. He reminds me of I'm going to use a hockey comparison here. Dominic Hasich, mm. he he is a fine-tuned Ferrari, but if there's any uh, impurities in there, eh, yeah, it doesn't work right. Doesn't work right. Yeah. And I think I, that, to me, that's Jason Day, and he's a fantastic guy, and he's a world-class player, and heck, he's won twice. Does Dustin
4: Johnson so. just have one speed? Yes. Like, I mean, when he talks, he reminds me Hello? of Freddie Couples. <laughs> yeah, he, right? yeah. He's got that little strut down the fairway. Yeah, nothing. Even in his post, that's as emotional as you'll hear the guy, it sounds like. You he's know.
3: Val Kilmer in uh, what's the movie where he plays um, the gunslinger there. Uh, I'll be your Huckleberry. I forget that. Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone, Tombstone, right? right. <laughs> where he just got that yeah. saunter and that confidence. He just knows. He's- just knows he's. He's a, you know, guy, yeah. he's a big boy too. he's a um, big boy. But he could learn to control his wedges, Dustin Johnson, a few years ago, and that's what Volton would be the number one player.
0: You know, he was so good at Oakmont with that. Right. When he won. Yeah. I mean, look at
3: he's he's uh, at Oakmont. He used a blade putter, and now he's number one in the world with a mallet putter. Right. So uh, that, that just me says the guy's a good putter. So uh, it, it wasn't that. It was about controlling his golf ball that he learned because it was just. You know, blasting it before for Dustin Johnson. Well, he
4: certainly matured as a golfer. Yes, yeah, and and you see it, and you add that power with that maturity, and, and his short game, as you said, it just the stuff he can do. And He's he got one
3: major. He should have two more. Jeff, he should have won in Pebble Beach when Graham McDowell Whistling won Whistling
0: Straits PGA. Yep, and Whistling Straits the PGA grounded the club on the worn off grass. That, that, that was a, that was a tough one. That was that was bad.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, from what I, I I know, someone who was there two days after playing golf, and they, they brought him over to the bunker, the bunker, and everybody said, that's a bunker. Yeah. You know, it was just a uh, – but
1: – It was on know, the hard card. They, it was, they yes, knew
3: the rules. They, knew, they were told the rules, yep. yes.
0: Yep. Well, listen, there's more courses like that now, similar to Whistling Straits, where you have these areas that maybe aren't as defined as others, and I just think it's a lesson now for all professional golfers that you've got to be aware. And to me, I think it's unfortunate – because all that leads to is slower play and longer rounds because more often than not, and, Kevin, I'm sure you see this on tour now and you're walking around with these guys, if there's any question, let's call over the official and have a five-minute discussion about right. it, which is annoying as a viewer and a spectator. Well,
3: well, yes. Uh, they call for uh, even the simplest rulings, cart path ruling. Yeah. Right. But since everybody's watching... Everybody's got a phone Everybody's videoing everything. Right? They're videoing everything. Well,
4: they changed that rule they, now, they, so they, they can't call in and, and mess right, it up now. Right, but I'm just
3: saying even people there at the course or, you know, there's cameras everywhere that uh, I don't blame them for calling the rules officials over. It's make sure that they do it right because there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. But I do admire the players who just go ahead and do it. Mickelson will the right? that. Mickelson will take his own drops. Well, I've yep. noticed this. Mickelson. And I saw it with Brent Snedeker too. Sometimes the the senior player in the group, and I'm not saying because Phil's 48, I'm just saying, uh, you know, the older player in the group, they'll, they'll they'll come over and say, "No, this is what you need to do," and they'll advise him on how to do it. Well, you they know? all
4: should know. They've all been playing tournament golf for their whole, you know, golf forever. And a drop off a car path is one of the simplest procedures Correct. there is. Yeah, and usually
0: it's pretty straightforward.
4: So, I, so that gets a little frustrating for me. I mean, I, you know, we've all had. Did it. you see we Mickelson?
0: Did you see Mickelson this week? Uh, on Thursday, he asked he asked an official about if he couldn't see the ball. Does he get relief for that? Did you Did you see that? No. Incident? It was one of an early holes for him. It was green side, and he said he goes, "My ball's there." He goes, "I can see it from this angle," but he says, "Like, I I want to essentially brush back the grass so I can clearly identify that this is mine." And he said, "You know." What if I can't see it? But he goes. But it, he goes. It. He goes. I'm thinking this is it. But if I yeah. can, I move the grass so that I can see it. Not move the grass to to contact stance. the ball, right. right? But he goes. Can I? Can I kind of fold the the high grass back so I can to identify, identify if that's his mind. ball? Was he trying to identify his golf ball or hit it? He, I, the mics are pretty good on it. He basically said like, I this is you know I think I'm here. He goes. What What about if I can't see it? But I, I think this is it. He goes. I can see it from this angle, but. You, you As are I'm standing to, over you it. You
4: are allowed to to identify your golf ball. Say your ball is plugged in the sand. You can brush a little sand off to make sure it's your golf ball. Same thing. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to move something to identify your golf ball. You cannot improve your lie. Right. Are you saying he wanted to be able to see it to hit a shot? It's yes. so great He
0: wanted to be able to He said when he stood over it to see a shot, he couldn't see w- it. What did they say? He said no relief. Okay. That's right. what I would have said. Yeah. Right. And then he hit a great shot out of it. You know, whacked away at it and ended up doing quite well. But, yeah, Mickelson had a good day yesterday. Plus six. Ten back, probably too much. If Johnson is at even, you know he he's capable of a good day. I mean, I as I look at some of these other guys here near the top, uh, Kepka yesterday got really hot on his second nine. He's playing really well, and he I feel like he can handle. Playing with Dustin Johnson, the problem is, can he make up the five? Well, they work the out five together. Shot, the five-shot gap. They're yeah. good buddies. So oh, he's a big boy, that yeah. like Kepka. Oh yeah. my
3: gosh! Right, yeah, yeah. he's a well put together individual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes he is. He's a handsome boy. I like yeah. the way
0: you said that. <laughs> yeah. That was that was well said. Rose, we know is, I mean, he is a a, a guy that you bet on quite a bit. Just his mental approach is so strong. He's so confident with himself right now. Stenson too. I mean, you say, "Hey, take out that three wood. I need you to hit this in the fairway for me." He's going to do it. Yes. You know, I mean,
3: is there a better? Is there a better three wood player than Henrik Stenson? I'm going to say no.
0: Not that
4: I can think of. I off mean, air. Or, you know, not someone that, that's noted for it, and just yeah. I mean, like
3: most players. You right, okay? What are they noted for? Right? You think Dustin Johnson distance? Um, you think uh, Phil Mickelson the short game? Right? I mean, even though he hits it a mile, Tiger was always the clutch putting. And I look at Henrik Stenson, I'm like, man, three-wood off the tee. Just deadly accurate. Boom, boom, doesn't boom. Miss. Doesn't miss with that thing.
4: He's a big, strong boy, too. Yeah, right. He's, yeah. yeah. He also works out more than <laughs> twice a week. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. But, you know, I think if DJ comes back, I mean, he's very pow- He, You know, a couple bad swings, a little bit of shaking confidence. He can come back to the crowd a little bit. And, uh, you know, I guess that's what we're all kind of hoping for, because you don't want a Sunday where he's got a nine-shot lead or something like that. That's right. He's
3: yeah. had that before, and that was a pebble True. when things didn't go well. All right. He's a better player. He's a better player now. You're right. He's a complete player, uh, you know, thinks his way around the golf course. Doesn't get, uh, you know, too. Fleetwood's a guy. Tommy Fleetwood's a guy to watch. Not a great putter, in my opinion, but man, he knows how to play in conditions. You know, being from uh, England, and, and maybe
0: if the wind that gets back going again, he could right. He could be there as with a chance, no doubt.
3: And you know, this guy who shot four under par yesterday, maybe one of the better players. Well, people listening to the show that you've had to have heard of Tommy Fleetwood. You're a golf fan. He's got the flow. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I might need to trim that back just a little bit. You know, it's getting moldy-ish. <laughs> he but tiny uh, guy. He looks like a tiny guy. guy. He's a he's a tiny little guy. You know, but could play golf.
0: So there's your look at the PGA Tour leaderboard, brought to you by Encore Golf and Donald Ross. We're all uh, in our nice Donald Ross pullovers here. For those of you on Tee to Green on Facebook, seeing us there, uh, these are perfect on a day like this. You know here, cr- early in the morning when it's a little chillier.
3: Speaking of Facebook, um, John from Donald Ross, I was looking at Facebook feeds, and he's, well, he's put it on Facebook, so I'm not giving out any secrets. He's in Ireland playing golf, or at least he's posting pictures from a trip to Ireland. And so I'd see a, a photo, and I'd like... Lynch? (laughs) Yes. And I'm like, oh, you're Dunebag. He's like, yes. You know, because I've played those. I'm like, I'm recognizing the shots. And, yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, last year we had TJ on from uh, Golf Away Tours, and I got a buddy going to Ireland next week for a trip for 10 days, and I'm like, you're just going to love it. It is such a great trip. Uh, We should put together a TD Green trip. You know, we'll we'll be but, you know, taken care of. But we'll take <laughs> <laughs> sure.
4: Yeah, I have a problem leaving the country, the judge. Says. Ah,
3: okay. <laughs> well, I tell you, it, it was an unbelievable experience and a great
0: time. All right. So we're here at Glen Oak today. Last week we were at Niagara Falls Country Club previewing the Women's Porter Cup event, which has just completed itself. And we should congratulate the winner. Zoe Beth Blake ends up getting it done. She finishes with a final score of eight under par and beat Maddie Sirik by three and a four, but uh, a very, very impressive score of minus eight. She's been playing in the event almost every year, and she gets it done uh, winning the sixth annual Women's Porter Cup. We were there last week talking about just how the event has grown. Next week, we will be going to another venue that hosts another great local event. Next week, we'll be at East Aurora Country Club previewing the International Junior Masters event. So you had the Women's Porter Cup, Next week uh, we'll get you ready for the International Junior Masters. Great local golf uh, in the air, and then of course the Men's Porter Cup will be uh, in late July. We'll be up there for that as well here on Tita Green. So congratulations again, Zoe Blake, uh, Beth Blake, the winner, and everybody up at Niagara Falls Country Club. I know they put their heart and soul into yeah. running those tournaments. They do such a great job, and the, part of the reason of the growth is their efforts up there.
3: I love the photos from uh, the, the practice day when they had the first T kids out there. It yep. was kind of a cool. They, they put them on social media. I'm like that. That looked cool for those kids to uh, look up to older kids you know, and, and young adults uh, competing in the event and it would be women competing in the event. So congratulations to uh, Mr. Oakley and Miss Stein and everybody there at Niagara Falls Country Club. That's right.
0: And if you are listening and you're a good player and you want to try to qualify for the Men's Porter Cup, uh, information's at portercup.com. If you have a handicap of three or less, you can try and do that. The Porter Cup qualifier is Monday, June Twenty fifth. So, yeah, porcup.com. Hurry for all that up too, because they she were, said they it were was filling up. Yeah, they're filling up.
3: Did you get the spot, Brian?
0: I've not gotten this special invite yet. They need, as we talked last week, they would need to raise the handicap up a few strokes. Uh, or, ma- well, I don't ma-
3: think everybody in the field would have minded you being in there. Well, it would have ensured <laughs> all of them that they wouldn't have finished last. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about that. No, had- I don't think <laughs> you'd finish last. No, I'm serious. No, that you wouldn't finish. Last. You wouldn't finish
0: last. No way. Well, that's good to know. No. You're a good two.
3: player, Brian. Don't knock your, I wasn't I wasn't knocking you. I wasn't kidding. You're a good player. You Thank have you. the distance to keep up with those guys.
0: They still hit it a mile. Though. I know. <laughs> yeah. The young bucks. I don't know if I
3: t- the one year I played in the Ham-Am there and the single digit you could only have one single digit handicapper in the group and I was I like just made the cut into it was like 9 something. And you had to tee off the same tees, the back tees, with the Porter Cupper, and it was John Peterson. Who? And I thought, man, I hit a pretty good one. As I always, went first. John was, you know, being, yeah, go first, and so I, I think I hit a good one. And then all of a sudden, this is your captain speaking. Prepare for takeoff. <laughs> right, you know, over my ball. I'm like, wow. Yeah,
0: put a Walmart between your ball yeah, and yours, they say. Yeah. And
3: John, you just hit a 5-iron. I hit a driver. Like It was just incredible. That's was right. Just incredible.
0: 746. We're going to take a break here on Tee Green, live at Glen Oak. Speaking of Glen Oak, one of the upgrades this year, one of the new things, is a little feature on their driving range, Yep. courtesy of one of our presenting sponsors, Custom Turf. We'll, ste- uh, we'll speak with Steve Beatty from Custom Turf when we return here. That's
3: not Steve's old car?
0: <laughs> and it might, We'll ask him if that's his car out of the driving range. When we return with Kevin Sylvester, PJ Pro, Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colziel. A lot of Father's Day giveaways coming up. Stay with us here as well. Custom turf interview coming up next, live at Glen Oak on TD Green on WGR.
2: I wanted to shoot something around 68, 67. I thought that would have been a great score. And uh, what I just I looked at is kind of progressively putting myself back in, into position because uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't chase down the leaders right away. It's going to take me probably two and a half to three rounds to do it. Uh, unfortunately, I went the other way.
0: That is Tiger Woods. He will not be playing the weekend at the U.S. Open as uh, he finished up on the wrong side of the cut line. Welcome back here to TD Green, along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Miedis. I'm Brian Colzio. Thanks for being with us. We're in Amherst at beautiful Glen Oak Golf Course. Thanks for being with us here this morning. Uh, if you're just joining us, of course, we always start every Saturday at 7 a.m. Make sure you set your alarm a little earlier next week. We are going for two hours today, as we do on the weeks of the majors. Give you double the fun here, so lots more coming up on the U.S. Open and uh, a little more on what we thought of Tiger and Dustin Johnson's chances and the rest of our takes here on the U.S. Open. Also, some Father's Day giveaways coming up as we roll on here. TD Green presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. Again, happy Father's Day to all the dads listening out there as well. And speaking of Custom Turf, one of our presenting sponsors on the line right now joining us live is Steve Beatty, who is the man that runs everything that there is to go with Custom Turf. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you? We're great. Thanks for uh, joining us this morning. And we're excited to be here at Glen Oak. And we, Jeff was showing us one of the new features on his driving range, which I, I know you just put in, and it looks great. Can you tell everybody about it?
1: Awesome. That was uh, EZT line from Synthetic Turf International. They manufacture all our products down in Dalton, Georgia, and it's a great hitting aid as far as hitting an iron off it or sticking your tee right in it and smacking it. Yeah, it's, no it's beautiful. Plastic tee needed or anything? You use your own tee and go for it.
4: Yeah, it is beautiful. <clears throat> it's 50 yards long. And he put a nice pavers around it. It's really dressed up our tee. Instead of your your typical range mats you see at the back of a tee for wet days, now we have this beautiful strip. Like you said, you put a tee right into it. Um, this is the stuff we got in our basements, Kev, though, so we're oh, very yeah. familiar with it. And it and it's been it's been a godsend for us. It's great. Uh, it, it relieves pressure on our tee. It's a nice surface to hit off of. It looks good. And uh, and people, we got people that prefer to hit off that instead of hitting off the grass.
3: I I chip a lot. Uh, and I was uh, talking to Steve the other day, and I told him this, I. I figured out how to chip, you know, a couple of the holes, and now I'm cocky on the golf course <laughs> with a wedge. Matter of fact, um, last week in league, I told, him, "Hey, can you move that so I can chip this in?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I one-hopped it in the cup. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow!" I well, said, "You, you know well, what? I practice chipping every day. You can I thank really Dave do. Beatty for that. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> think about how much often do you chip? And you know, I'll just do 20 chips a day in the basement. Just make sure I go down and do that, and it's. You know such an improvement in in my short game
0: yeah steve i think it looks great um what you did there with the range that is really really cool you can you can stick the tee right in it um for those i know kevin and jeff are mentioning uh some of the work that you've done in their basements can you just talk about some of the services that you could do at anyone's
1: house sure we do uh either outdoor applications we've been doing a lot of nice putting greens uh Maybe mix in a little outdoor kitchen along the side of the golf area, or do some bocce courts. Also, they've become more popular over the last few years. We've been putting in more bocce courts. Uh, what else? You know, if you got pets, pets,
3: pets earth, right? Yeah. Stuff.
1: Yeah, we do. Actually, when we got into the synthetic turf business twenty-some years ago, I never had any idea that we would be putting fake grassing for pets but that's <laughs> really been one of our uh, hidden gems out of nowhere really it's it's a great application for people who don't like dogs with muddy feet I, I, have, I have it in my front <laughs> hall yes my, my big mutt
3: well I, I tell you what for father's day this is something to ask for go to custom com. check out the work that they do here and it, really you want to uh, maximize your game and um my backyard by the
0: way yep in in my efforts that are failing to try to get grass to grow in certain right. areas Just put a green in dude i have of course my son's playground set yeah and of course where are the swings you know there's no grass there correct so right. this could be a spot if you you know what you know where it's as equally as annoying if not more trying to cut the grass around it
3: the weed whacker yes. i'm chipping away the wood all the time yeah the wood the and, set. and i've
0: got a rider because i have I have a, a bigger well, sign. Aren't next you to me. fancy? Not well. It's partially because I'm lazier. too. But <laughs> the, trying to you know go through all that and cut around yeah. everything. If, if you know, if you get turf around the playground That's area, it's not a bad idea. It'll look. It'll not only will it look like a million bucks, but now you don't have to pull but that weed whacker. Well, out. I, I think
3: Steve. I think you should re- sell replications of your yard, Steve. Steve might have the best backyard in Western New York. I've seen pictures. Oh my gosh! You've been there, right? I've been there. It's awesome. I pull up, and Steve's hitting off his, his turf line. At the end of his driveway, down into this, you know, it looks like a top golf uh, setter. It, really cool. And speaking of outdoor kitchens, you you walk halfway down to go shag your balls, and you got an outdoor kitchen there. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Well, the thing I tell
4: people, people all the time, say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I want to put a green in my backyard." You have no idea what you're getting into. Correct. How much work it would be, how much maintenance it would take.
3: That's why you need to call Steve. That's
4: right. Yeah, don't don't try to build it. Let Steve put it up. It's way
0: easier. And Steve, I think uh, also important too. I know that uh, people take a lot of pride in buying from local companies, and uh, I we should definitely and American. Say, that's right, and we should say that uh, custom turf. Is a Western New York company I know that you're proud of that and I know people take pride in in terms of making their purchases that way
1: yeah absolutely all our products are American made as well everything's made in Dalton Georgia all American made all American made products that go into the finished product and that's the way we'll keep it as long as I have anything to do with it yeah and, and
3: by the way custom turf means you know you you want a logo company logo he did a great uh, TD Green oh, the uh, mat turf that logo mat. Yeah, Matt, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I put that there on the opposite side where I'm chipping, just in case I blade one, and <laughs> <to> protect <laughs> the idea. wall. I thought you were confident. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm not perfect. I'm confident, but yes. not perfect, Jeff. Um, but yeah, you can really you can put that right in the green there. So that's yeah. that's a pretty cool thing if you got a company that. You know, you want a little cool thing for your employees, oh, something yeah. to show off, Put a right? putting green in for put your Put a employees. putting green in, right? You
0: know, well, everybody at, plays
3: foosball. Look at,
0: mm-hmm. companies have foosball. They got ping pong tables. Seriously. But look at, you could put one in. I mean, staff morale. Absolutely.
3: Phew, right All the betting you can have at lunch oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> with right. putting. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: productivity will go way up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it is Father's Day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Steve Beatty with us from Custom Turf. Right here on WGR, we're broadcasting live from TD Green. Steve's company, Custom Turf, put in that great uh, strip along the, the range here at Glen Oak, which looks great. So the next time you're out here at Glen Oak, take a look at it. Um, Steve, maybe just take us through the process. If someone is interested in maybe having you or one of uh, your staff come out to their house, if they're interested in getting a putting green or even maybe something for their pets or something for the playground, like we mentioned, like what, what would be the process or their first steps in terms of uh, getting it started?
1: First step is either you can just check us out online at customturf.com, and there's a little information section there. You could just fill out a little note and send it on your way, and either myself or Tony would get back to you, or you could call the office. Uh, number's also on the site there. I don't have a number that's easy to remember, 800-724-8329, which doesn't really pertain to anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's always been. That's right. Yeah. Well, I
3: was going to say you could say seven two four Andre Reed twenty nine. There you go. That's uh, Derek uh, burroughs. burroughs. Derek Burroughs. There you go. One 724 Andre Reed Derek burroughs That's right. That's how he's doing right. the numbers. That's right. You know, different time. Anyway. Yes. No. I I do that quite a bit
0: too. I'll remember codes or passwords. Right. By, uh, by sports. Well, maybe we should down. just we
3: could co- we could combine football and hockey. We could say Andre Reed Jason Pominville. That's right.
0: Too popular Buffalo Because some
3: people are like, Derek Burroughs. Who's Derek Burroughs? Are, are
0: anybody under the age of 40 is like, what is that? Who yeah. is that? That's They're right. even asking who Andre Reed is, That's unfortunately. Right. <laughs> Steve, I know it's Father's Day weekend, so as Kevin said, this is a great thing for dads to ask for. But it's probably not too early to also thinking about holiday time. And if you're listening right now and you want to get yourself or your dad or someone you know um, one of these things that you do with Custom Turf uh, for the holidays upcoming... Uh, It's not too early to get it started, right? They can contact you and, and have it ready, and you could make a great holiday present that way.
1: Absolutely, yep. In advance, orders are always better. And we could have anything ready for Christmas, any special time, birthdays, anniversaries, you name it.
0: And you have a charity golf tournament coming up as well, Steve. I know you love golf, obviously part of the reason you're doing what you're doing, but you have an event coming up,
1: right? Yes, next Wednesday, the 27th at Elkdale Country Club, we sponsor uh, Dr. Green Lawn Custom Turf Scramble that we've done for, I'm not sure how long. It's got to be 25 years, I'm thinking, and we raise some money for the Salamanca Youth Activities and the Salamanca Historical Society and have a lot of fun all at the same time.
0: Awesome.
3: I'm looking forward to coming down for it. Uh, yeah, if you saw I'm my cool. game yesterday, if saw my game yesterday, you might not be looking forward to me coming down for it. <laughs> 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 Little, trouble right. tea, Little trouble off the tee, Steve. Little trouble off tee, but the rest of it's okay.
0: That's right. Well, Steve, we <laughs> appreciate uh, all of your support of, of us here with T to Green, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. And I know you'll have your table set up again at our Duster Putting Challenge on August third. So, people uh, that are signed up for the Duster, you'll get a chance to meet Steve and uh, see his stuff in person. But, again, customturf.com uh, is the website. A lot of great pictures. You can see all the cool stuff that they do. So, Steve, thanks again for uh, for coming on this morning. Appreciate it.
1: All right. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a great Father's Day.
3: You too. Happy Father's you Day, too. Steve.
0: Thank
1: you. Steve right. Beatty from,
0: from Custom Turf here on T to Green.
3: And, listen, uh, the reason I did it in my basement, not just because I'm a golf nut, but because you know we had an unfortunate uh, flooded basement. And, Perfect time. Right. Yeah. It was like, let's think differently here instead of just putting exactly. I found it as an opportunity to do something different.
4: Well, that can handle the water, too, the turf. Yeah. It'll just well,
3: right yeah, there, but yeah. that yeah that wasn't the reason. It was just like, oh, I want the same old thing? Or wait a second. I can do this. Right. And. You know, it's and, a it's a great way to do. You even have
0: a hitting area too, Jeff. Yeah, yours
3: is yeah. I. I like. You know, yeah, I just, like mine. I like what he did with yours too.
4: Yeah, I'm spoiled. I, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, I got a beautiful hitting net, a chipping, a putting area, a couple of holes. I mean, yeah, it's basically a studio. It's it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, you know? it's re- and and he did all these different things with yours too. So every possibility you can play in yeah, just. Yeah, basement. I
4: just I just showed him the space and he created it. Yeah, he's he's more. Artistic I thought the cage
3: with the handcuffs was a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that, that's my own. I yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good time for a that's break. That's funny and not funny for some <laughs> reason. Okay. All
0: right, 8 o'clock here at <laughs> Glen Oak on Tita to Green. Hour number two. Lots more on the U.S. Open, and uh, we've got some giveaways to get you to uh, when we roll on here for another hour with Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medis. I'm Brian Colziel. T to Green coming back with you for more right here live at Glen Oak on WGR.